How are you? I can, I can see you. You can see me. I had makeup on today, so I thought I'd share. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get it while well, the getting here. <laughs> I had to have a reason. I had to have a reason. Next time when you don't have makeup on, I picture you with makeup on. Yes, exactly. That's how we should do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl, what are you doing? Um, I was just going over my uh, list of excellent questions. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to be on it this time. It's been, a, it's been an interesting morning. I was like, yay, I don't have work. Yay. My daughter doesn't have school. Oh, but she does have a doctor's appointment oh, no. <laughs> oh. that I forgot about until like seven ten this morning. I was like, shit. <laughs> oh God. I hate that. It's like, Sudden morning things are the worst. They're the absolute worst. They are the absolute worst. I'm like, Percy, I forgot you have to go get stabbed. And she was like, I didn't forget, mom, you did. (laughs) (laughs) That's what moms are for. (laughs) Okay. Obviously not going to be enough coffee for today. Noted. Being a mom is awesome. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I have this rule where I don't... um, I don't eliminate things that she can listen to uh, musically. I'm like, you can listen. To, I don't give a fuck. You can listen to whatever. And I had one of those more moments. I was like, we were driving to the doctor and I'm like, you can play whatever you want on my phone. And she's like, really? And I was like, yeah. She said, can I sing along? I'm like, always. And she was like, can I curse? And I was like, wait, I'm like, why? She was like, cause the song says bitch. And I was like, you know, go ahead. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I just called out a musician yesterday for using the word bitch because it's like everybody uses it in rap and hip hop. It's like yeah. overused. Yeah. He was coming from that direction and trying to go into alternative rock and he was using it. It's like, dude, I don't think it flies there so easily, you know? Yeah. This was like this crazy. She was listening to this. It was like metal met breakbeat. And so oh, I really? like, yeah, like the beat hit. And I was like, yeah, I'm into this. Yeah, I'm into this. And then it's, it had like a crazy effect on the voice. So it sort of sounded like an out of tune TV, which sort of bugged me Uh huh. because I have issues with like using too much effects, but I could get why they did it. And I guess it's a song about a stalker and it, like the chorus drops and she looks at me like she's shirt, not quite sure, even though I said, yes, she can do it. And then she's like, bitch, I'm outside your window. <laughs> Her big breakthrough bitch moment. Yeah, cursed in front of mom. Happy holiday. I'm in her diary. <laughs> so that's my holiday. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. I um, my my new clock works exceedingly loudly. Nice. <laughs> that works for you? Not really, but okay. I, <laughs> I turned it. I I just you know opened the box last night and set it up, and so like then all of a sudden all night is like. Dick, 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 dick. No, absolutely <laughs> not. And then when it rings, it's just like outrageously loud. So. Yeah, I miss my my old my old clock, which is all very nice and and sweet and and lovely. 
So I'm, you know, like that's my that's my caffeine, I guess, is the um is the loudness of the, the ring. The, the <laughs> jolting, the okay. jolting ring at seven in the morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'll that's living. I had a I had an alarm <laughs> clock that was like the old school because I had like the hardest time when I was in college. We won't talk about when that was. I had the hardest time getting up really early in the morning. Percy was still kind of little. So it was like the old school alarm clock with, you know, the two bells on the side. That's what mine is. Yeah, that went off once and I chucked it across the room and went the fuck back <laughs> to sleep. I mean, I literally sat straight out of bed was like, ah, Chuck. That's my old one. But what I did when I when I when I got it was like there's this the little thing that the percussive part that hits mm-hmm. the bells. Yes. I turn it sideways. Like I bend it. So it has this nice soft ring, which is all I need. Like it's I'm not jolting. I'm, no, it's not jolting. I'm a super light sleeper and I'm usually awake in the morning anyway. So yeah, that like actually works really well to make it, make it nice and I gentle. Never so I'm going to see if I can revive, revive this. You're like, that's a little much. That's a little much. Yeah. It's like, where's the fire? Yeah, You're like, okay, okay. I'm putting pants on. I'm putting pants yeah. on. <laughs> Oh no, if there if I think there's an emergency like an earthquake or something, mm-hmm. I grab my bra immediately because I do not want to be running out in the streets braless. <laughs> not okay. That's the first thing I do when in California. <laughs> yeah, we You're got like, I just like, I'll be out here in my bra. <laughs> I, I I was where I wasn't wearing one the other day and like yesterday and mm-hmm. Amazon came by. Of course they did. Delivered <laughs> and so like it was this like pristine perfect little you know you look like a k-pop star like he oh it was super so cute time, just perf- like- you know, perfecting himself and his life should be perfect and then i show up you know <laughs> like, at the door and he just his eyes just went down and they just stayed there oh, no oh no no he can even like revert divert the- no <laughs> Hey, you know, you may have made his day, you know? I hope so. I mean, <laughs> I was really hoping I didn't terrorize him. <laughs> I don't think, he, I think he was because like, yeah, like, no. He was like, yeah, and... brawless girl, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My hair, I hadn't brushed it for like three days. Oh, no. So you answered the door looking like the holidays were real rough. He's like, oh shit! Mirror person, you know. You're like, what do you want? (laughs) What? (laughs) I think if he does it again, I'm gonna go for that. I'm just gonna like play it up. No, no, no! You gotta answer the door and be like, yeah, back for more. (laughs) Give him a little wink. (laughs) (laughs) Eyes down here. Hey, eyes down here. <laughs> or, or, or if you think it's Amazon, go the opposite direction. Answer the door and with like pants, but a bra and no shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I am a really bad influence. Don't come to me with stuff like this because I'm like, look, here's what we should do. <laughs> and the bra should be like one of those, you know, Madonna bullet bras. Yes, <laughs> like the cones. <laughs> yes. Like some sort of alien thing. 
Do you know, and I want this for my birthday, someone invented a wine bra. This is a lot of underwear talk for a music podcast, but fuck it. <laughs> so there's this thing called a wine bra. And I guess, I'm not entirely sure how it works, but I, I'm going to assume that the cups are an empty space that you can fill with yeah, wine. Got like the and then it's got like a straw. Right. Yes. Yeah. That sounds pretty cool. That I'd rock that. Cool. I'd rock a wine bra. I'd walk a, I'd walk a, I'd walk, I'd walk, I'd walk, <laughs> I'd walk a dog. <laughs> I'd actually go for one that had water in it, you know? Uh, yes. Like yes. just go about your day. Just- well, I mean, you just buy the wine bra and put water oh, no. in it. Wouldn't that be meta if it had milk in it? That'd be really weird. <laughs> that, would- <laughs> that would really freak out whoever you're with. Like, is she drinking her own breast milk? <laughs> Oh man, stick a white Russian in there, just pre-mix it. <laughs> just mess with people all freaking night. Yeah, I'm a bad influence. Oh yeah, I totally want to do that at a party. That would be- <laughs> like, like my son would invite me to a party with his friends and I'd show up with the wine with the with the milk bra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the jokes. No, I don't he'd never live it now. coming to us from at the moment i am in my home in hertfordshire uk which is a, a county that is well not in london but on the outskirts of it up north from london. so you go to london pretty regularly i take it what's it like uh, no i don't no you don't okay never mind no, no. um like uh i used to and everything yeah but um if you've been to New York, you've been to London. If you've been oh. to any major city, you've been to London. Mm. No, if you if you've been to Athens, you've been to London, and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's um. You often find that really, if you want to get a feel for the actual country that you're in, you, you go to the more kind of small towns. Mm. That's where you know you kind of really get the feel for what it is and stuff. Because I mean. It's, it's just how it is and stuff. Like every single major city that I've actually been to, and that includes Rome, it just feels all the same to me. You know, wherever you go. And everything. But on the other hand, you go to a place like Alessandria in Italy and stuff, yeah? And you get a wholly different experience from what you would do and everything. I mean, you know, it's pretty much like the same things, like, you know, tall buildings, lots of people, everyone bumping into you. Lots of shopping happening. Pretty much, that's what London. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always heard London had a great punk rock scene, though. Ow! Maybe it did at one point. He's like, not anymore. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, um, I would say that probably the biggest scene here at the moment in London. Uh, I mean, the hardcore punk scene is pretty big. Everything. Mm-hmm. Definitely that, uh, but I would say that you stand the kind of like in a metal and stuff. Yes, you like stand the kind of like hardcore meets metal. That's mm-hmm. the big thing here in London and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I would imagine that's pretty much the same thing everywhere. To be honest, kindly note that my accent may change throughout the interview because of the fact that I am from the U.S. But I've been here a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, I've been here a long time and stuff. And whenever I hear another American 
Max and kind of creeps back in slowly, slowly, slowly. I do the same with Southern accents, so. I've actually got. Where are you from in the U.S., Pan? Louisiana. Oh, Oh, nice. (laughs) From the uh, basically outskirts of Bayou Country. Wow. Do you miss it? Yes, I do. What made you you move to Europe? My parents. When I was last there, uh, first thing that I wanted to do was go to literally every single store that I could find. Mm -hmm. The guitar. I think one of the store owners got kind of pissed off with uh, my buddy and he ended up kind of asking us to leave because we were playing on the things for like four or five hours straight. (laughs) 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 On a single thing except the sat there playing and stuff like kind of like dueling banjos but without banjos <laughs> oh my god that's amazing <laughs> just trying to get like the most frantic lead that you can and then just waiting for that reciprocal challenge and then some you know and then like the third guy in the back just kind of like randomly playing drums because he, he can't actually play the drums <laughs> just like to hit them guitar center hated you I didn't think it was Guitar Center, but it was. (laughs) You know Uh, why, though? Do you know why they really hated you? Because most of the people that work at Guitar Center are musicians, and they weren't allowed (laughs) to jump in and join you. And they're like jealous. Yeah. Uh They're like, I want part of this. This is fun. Uh At the time, I think I was in one of my previous bands, and uh, we had. Played the show with Dimwit Walker, I think. So, but I don't know if anyone actually recognized us there. <laughs> oh, interesting. Cool. Yeah, the only, the only thing that I really remember from that show is that I kind of took their hands down. I stole their lunch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just me. The guys from Cataclysm and one guy from Cryptopsy who was there just kind of like just hanging out and stuff because he wasn't even on the bill. He was taking them too. <laughs> so I was like, cool, um, I'll take some too. <laughs> I'm hungry too. Yeah, I, I don't even like hand and stuff. Yeah, but you know. So you, ha- yeah, so you could tell the story to us later. Yeah. <laughs> just hanging out and just stole the famous people's sandwich sandwiches. <laughs> You're getting paid more than we are anyway. They can feed us. I would like to know, where would you most like to imagine your music being played? Like, if you're there and you just hear it coming over the whatever, what's the ideal location? A lot of people who know my project stuff will know that it's a fairly eclectic mix of uh, black metal, jazz, death, psychedelic noise, and a whole bunch of other stuff. So, the surreal nature of stuff, and I have had people tell me that that the music is being beamed from out of space onto the Earth. So it would be cool if it was being beamed from out of space, but there's no sound out of space. So I would probably like the most surreal thing on the planet's surface. And the only thing that I can think of is maybe just like a booming noise over the street in New York on the the busiest day. (laughs) (laughs) And like no one could ignore it. At all. <laughs> so if you were walking along in a dark alley and you met traditional chorus verse chorus structure, what would you have to say to it? 
I don't really have a habit of bad mouthing music at all. Uh, even if I don't like it, I can always appreciate something in it. Because I will literally listen to anything with the exception of punk and reggae. And that's just because um, I have a total disagreement with those two genres and everything. Yeah? But um, I think that chorus verse, chorus verse does have its place in some yeah. genres and everything. Who are your influences, Pan? On the jazz side of things, John Zorn, okay. Bill Laswell, um, I can't say her first name, but Maury, and I can't say his first name either. It starts with a Y. I. C-Y-E. Four oh. chord jazz artist. Uh, Yakamenti, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I can't say his name. <laughs> well, just, don't worry about it. They'll, they'll, yeah. they'll, in, they'll figure it out. I would say that generally um, I have, in terms of the metal side of things, you're probably looking at stuff like Emperor, uh, Obscure Devotion, who are, um, and I actually speak to Rob from Obscure Devotion, which is kind of weird and stuff and everything. Origin, mm. the, uh, tech, the uh, tech death band. Yeah. I, I actually listen to a lot of tech death. Yeah. Those probably are the ones that currently come to mind, but to be honest, if he was to ask him tomorrow, it would probably change. Oh, and Buckethead. Yeah. I'm a bucket bucket. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, those are just, you know, just a handful of stuff. But generally speaking, if it's got a little bit of shred in there, I'll be drawn to it and stuff. But if it turns out it's just kind of like the same kind of like, you know, classical thing. Other bouncing, mm-hmm. I'll kind of get bored of it eventually. I just need something that is a little bit different. So let's talk about one of your songs. Um, it is Future Nil Infinites. I I probably wrote that wrong. Future Nil Infinity. Infinities, no. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about that track. By the way, that has some like super heavy guitar on it. You were just talking about if it shreds, so that's what reminded me. Oh, yeah. Um, so what would you like to know exactly? What was the thought process behind that track? How did okay. you create it? All right. Um, from what I remember and stuff, yeah. Okay. So what basically happened here was that uh, spring the year before, yeah, mm-hmm. we basically sat down and had a discussion. About, I think that at the time, a lot of bands were doing stuff on space that we were actually kind of listening. So we wanted to do something that was kind of like space based but at the same time stuff really weird and kind of like um really unusual and we actually pictured ourselves as a photon being swallowed up by a black hole and we tried to make a soundtrack to that i would say in every uh it was actually my partner and stuff that came up with it uh, that came up with the skeleton of the track and then i just kind of added to it stuff unfortunately she's not here today to be uh, interviewed and everything yet, but the writer process begins with her. She basically provides me the skeleton of the track mm-hmm. and everything, and I basically kind of like flesh it out, you know, and then after it's about 80-90% and stuff, we'll, 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 we'll like kind of both go at it.
use much in the way of samples when you're adding in the layers? Sometimes. Not always. Stuff and everything, but, they're all, but they're always kind of like uh, recorded samples and stuff. I think the word for that is platonics. In your description of yourself in, with your music, you say, I am the centipede under the bark of the tree. And then yes. you talk about experiences that sit parallel alongside each other. Is that what that's referring to? Like the, the centipede is only seeing what's inside the bark of the tree rather than seeing mm. outside it. And it's the parallel world of the centipede versus what's on the outside of the bark. Okay, well, I'll actually explain this. Um, in certain communities, people align themselves with certain animals. Like in black metal, you see a lot of highlight moves. I have a fascination with insects. I kind of see my, well, we kind of see, because I'm speaking on behalf of, even though she's not here and stuff, but we kind of see um, music as a centipede. Okay. Oh, okay. Generally speaking of stuff and everything, a centipede is quite brash, brazen, doesn't really kind of like sit back, stop its prey. It's literally just there in your face. It will charge up, bite the hell out, try to strangle you, and they just eat you. If there were giant centipedes like they, I'd be worried, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we would definitely be done. We would be rude. <laughs> I don't even like them small. I'm going to be very honest with you. <laughs> we actually have a garden full of centipedes. You have what? I have a garden full of centipedes. No. Nope. <laughs> and, no. No. And, and they all tend to hang out under the bark of the tree. Some of my best friends are house spiders, cellar spiders. No! My best friends are cellar spiders. Yeah, we'll hang out. They'll come and, and talk to me, and and I'll let them in and out, you know? And, um, yeah, we're really good buddies. I appreciate everything about the two of you, but I want you to know this entire conversation is going to follow me into my nightmares. And there's going to be a giant spider like, hey, can you let me out? And it's no. I will let you out, but I will not let you back in. <laughs> right. That's fine. And do you, are you performing? Well, I know a lot of people still aren't performing. I don't know what it's like where you are. Um, but do you perform your music live? And if so, what is your show like? Um, I usually perform live in my two previous projects. Okay. I would say that they were quite energetic and stuff. But um, with this project, I kind of found performing to be a little bit tedious, if you understand what I mean from my own personal perspective. It's like I can play the same song like a few times, but if I play more and more than that, I get bored of it. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, after you know, the entropy, yeah, active entropy and stuff is a purely only project, and it's going to stay like that. So, let's talk about the other song you sent me, and I know I'm going to pronounce this wrong Conditional Idealist. Did I spell it? I pr- I'm looking right at the track you sent me. I am uh, not a great reader. Conduitonal. 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 I feel so dumb. A conduitonal idealist. I really, I promise I have a college education. I swear to God. All those words are made up, by the way. Oh, well, that might explain it. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. It's not your fault. (laughs) Like I said, 
I make up a lot of words. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about that song. Well, that comes from um, Where and Everything, uh, which is an EP that we dropped just under a month ago now, I think. Yeah. And um, that one was all about perceptions. Perceptions? Yeah. Cool. The, the idea of parallel worlds alongside each other. Mm. But not parallel as in sci-fi parallel. It's like your experience now yeah, will be very much different from, say, the experience of that bug who's in your garden right about now. Yet both inhabit the same space, but you're actually world apart and everything else. So we were kind of talking parallel worlds. And this is actually something that we weren't discussing about um, I, I really liked I really liked that track a lot. At first, I was like, I was trying to understand kind of where it was going, and I had to listen to it a few times. And now that you've explained it to me, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it again. <laughs> I really enjoyed it though because it does sort of take you almost like on a journey. And the lead in that was really cool. The lead, the, there was like a moment of really cool lead guitar that I enjoyed quite a bit.
can my where can my listeners find you and learn more about you and get your music? There's the Bandcamp site. Okay. We also have a Facebook page and an Instagram page that we just kind of set up like about two weeks back. Yeah, those are the three main ways to find us and everything. Um, there is an official site and stuff, but uh, you can access all of our links from the, from the bank website. Yeah, that's where to find us. Awesome, okay. awesome. I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Well, I just want to say thanks and the stuff and everything. Yeah, and I'm sorry about those glitches of the audience. No, no, no. What was happening. Well, it's all good. I appreciate your patience. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying thanks for being such a fantastic guest. Great interview. That was awesome. This is going to be out after the holidays, but Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays or Happy Solstice or Happy Yule to everybody out there listening. I know it's a late one, but thank you anyway. Um, I want to thank the wonderful and beautiful and talented sound animal for joining me for the last two episodes. I really appreciate it, man, because like I went from having a co-host, not having a co-host, and I was like, I don't think I can do it. Gotta have a co-host. Gotta have a co-host. It does make a difference for sure. It is way more fun. Your shows were great just on your own, but it's just such a fun experience. It is. Well, thank you so much. And I, I, I hope that you will be willing to fill in again, should the need arise. Perhaps when I go away, you could interview somebody with Brent because. Oh, that would be great. But I, I'm, I'm not sure how I know. I know I'm leaving in the middle of February, but I, my, my goal is to have interviews already plugged and as you know because i'm gonna visit you but (laughs) so brent's gonna be back and um then we'll be around for a minute and then i'm gonna be the one to go away because if i don't go home and get my butt in the redwoods next to the ocean i'm gonna lose my shit so redwoods are really helpful well i want to thank you for being on the show please uh listeners uh below pan and active entropies links are going to be sound animals link also follow like subscribe to her as well and get out there and keep making noise